I am Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffa. And together we are... A Couple couple of of Retrogrades. This week's episode we're going to be talking about horror-themed toys. So that could literally be anything from Lego sets to action figures. But they will all be fucking horrible. Yes. (laughs) And really scary. (laughs) Possibly. So we'll talk a bit about the toys of this type that we had during childhood. Mm-hmm. I personally, I had monsters in my pocket, and I absolutely loved those. <laughs> Not literally. No, I didn't. You no, know, I didn't literally have like you know <laughs> Dracula in my pocket. But I had, um, yeah, I had these little monsters in my pocket. Mine was series one because I am that old. For me, it's just that they sort of bring back fond memories. Because I've still got my original collection and I still have a, another collection that I actually put together because I thought I'd lost my original one. But they are really good. I mean, I, I do really like them. So for me, the fond memory is that I used to set them up and me and my grandmother, we would play with these little monsters Aww. and make little voices and stuff. And we would have uh, my mum's boombox, if you remember those. And we would record our voices as we were talking and messing about. I also had a boglin. I absolutely love boglins, but I couldn't afford one. Mine was the massive version with the moving eyes and Mm -hmm. stuff. And and what I used to do was take this boglin out of its box, creep up behind my mum. Now, she'd already expressed her opinion that the eyes were really, really scary and that she didn't particularly want it anywhere near her. So... Of course, being a child, this was like a red rag to a bull. (laughs) So I took the boglin and I walked up behind her a lot and I would start moving its eyes around and its mouth. And of course, she would turn around thinking it was a person that stood behind her and she'd turn around to see this boglin with its great big moving eyes. (laughs) And she would scream. I'm not surprised. Like blue fucking murder, you know, get that thing away from me. I also had a scary kite. Now that's, a scary kite? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound very scary, but for a six-year-old, it was really shit scary. My dad had bought it for me, and it was this black kite. And it was possessed. And it was possessed by a demon. No, it had this picture on it of, I think it was meant to be an eagle, but it just looked like a demonic entity. I remember bringing it home for my dad's and putting it on an armchair and there it stayed and every time I walked past it I was really scared of it so I gave it a really wide berth and I think in the end it went in the bin. <laughs> it sounds like the starts of a really shitty like horror film you see on, find on Netflix late at night isn't it? Like yeah. when, you're, when you're scrolling through and you've watched everything else, then, you know, <laughs> the girl with the haunted kite. <laughs> Yeah, so that's what I had as a kid. What about you? Well, we could, I couldn't afford Boglins because we were poor. But I do remember going into Woolworths, which again shows my age, <laughs> and me and my brother playing with the Boglins in there because you could put your fingers in the back of the box and we used to get them yeah. to talk to each other. <laughs> um, but when I grew up a little bit and I had my own money, I had some Ghostbusters figures. I don't know if you remember the Ghostbusters figures. They were really awesome. I think yeah. We've had a few as part of the business as well, haven't we? Yeah. They had different... They were fright features, I think they were. You know, they could scream, pull their mouths down, their heads would go up and all sorts, and they had little accessories. Obviously, you know, Slimer was my favourite, closely <laughs> followed by Mr. Stapoff. Yeah. I had the board game, actually, of Ghostbusters. I didn't know there was one. There was a board game, and it had, like, these little plastic stands, and instead of, you know, like now, obviously, all the characters that you get, 
the other pieces that you move around mm. the board. They're normally made properly, aren't they? Metal or plastic. Well, these were just bits of cardboard with the picture oh. of the character on. And it would slot into the plastic base and then you'd sort of move it around the board and stuff. And it just, it looked kind of cheap, but it was really fun. <laughs> you know, the sort that normally they'd now put into the little figures, they'd put into the game itself, which was really nice. Talking about ball games, you remember Atmosphere? Yes. I used to have that on, it was a video back then, do you remember? I really wanted that, but I never got it. Oh. Never. It's like I really wanted one of those Mr. Slushy things as well. Mr. Slushy. Oh, what's he called? Mr. Frosty. Mr. Frosty, but I never got on those either. Yeah. Oh, so me being poor and you just not getting what you want, (laughs) it's just a sad episode really, isn't it? (laughs) But yeah, that atmosphere one was really scary because there was the bloke on the video, wasn't there, with the white face? Yeah. And he, you know, he used to go through the game. That was really, really cool. Uh-huh. Um, you had to there? say something like "Yes, Master." Yeah, didn't you? yeah. It was yeah. all a bit, bit, you know, creepy looking back, wasn't it? Yeah. I think they do it on DVD now. That's probably even outdated now. The DVD version, isn't it? Yeah, I did once. Uh, I went round to a neighbour's house and they were playing Atmosphere, and I sort of ended up joining in. and I think I upset them because I didn't say yes, master. I said something else. <laughs> it's kind of related to I don't know. I don't know whether I'm allowed to say it in this day and age, but it's related to a certain person from history who was extremely fucking evil and was. Uh, the, did he have a tiny moustache? He had a tiny moustache. Mm. Yes. So I I did kind of say something, and I don't think they were very impressed, but oh, never mind. <laughs> so you've always been a bit politically incorrect. Yeah, well, yeah, by the sounds of it. I also had, when I was growing up um, and I was a bit older, McFarlane brought out some figures called Movie Maniacs, which were my absolute favourite, and they were all the different figures. Now, McFarlane are renowned for being, you know, really well-made, really detailed figures. Um, and I had uh, Freddy Krueger, the guy from Scream, Ghostface, I think his name is, mm-hmm. Evil Ash, Candyman. And they were just absolutely awesome. I think, you know, they're kind of highly regarded among collectors now because they were some of the first figures to actually look like who they're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. You know, back in the day, were, you know, figures were a bit bit crap, weren't they? Looking? Yeah. I mean, they were awesome yeah. to play with, but they didn't really look like who they were supposed to. No, unfortunately. Moving on, though, from that and the stuff that we had as kids, what have we got as adults? Do we collect any of these uh, ah, things as adults? Well, I've recently started restarted my collection of movie maniacs and I've got a Blair Witch and um, the guy from The Crow, who I also have a guinea mm-hmm. pig named Brandon. Brandon, Brandon Lee. Brandon Lee, yeah, so yeah. That wasn't his name. His name's Eric Draven. Which is what it? my guinea pig is called. <laughs> because he's black and white and he looks a bit emo. But of course, uh, we don't have a guinea pig. Don't tell the landlady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, as for my collection, I mean, I think it's mostly very heavy on the Stranger Things. Oh, yes. I absolutely love Stranger Things, and I'm very excited about this new couple of episodes. Oh, my God, the trailer is insane. Yeah, it's so cool. Absolutely bloody creepy as hell, doesn't yeah. it? And also Lego sets, uh, Funko Pops, very heavy on the Funko Pops. I do collect quite a lot of those, they're all very different. Stranger Things stuff that I've got is um, a lot of Eleven characters because yep. I absolutely love Eleven and her various looks and she is just an absolutely kick-ass character, isn't she? Not as kick-ass as um, Winona Ryder's character, <laughs> who I've got about three of. But she doesn't have powers, does she? She's got the mum look. Oh, she's got enough. the mum look. <laughs> 
So I've got loads of 11 Funkos in various costumes and posies. My, I think my favourite is 11 Elevated. Oh, I see you. I, we're just yes, looking at them looking right at now. The, looking at the shelf that they're on. She's number 637, if you, if you would like to go and have a look at that. But I do also have some Stranger Things Lego sets as well. I've got... Number 75810, which is the Upside Down, which is a fucking massive set. And at the moment, it's in its box. It's propped behind a chair. And I just don't know whether to put it... I, I want to put it together, but I don't know where it'd go. The minifigure of the Demogorgon is so cute. It is. Very, very cute little Demogorgon. And on that subject, I also have a 40549 Demogorgon 11. And I was really excited about getting that when it came out. because They're the Brickheads ones. Uh, yes, I think they are, aren't they? But 11 and Demogorgon together was like my idea of a dream. Because it was re- they're really cute. Cute little kind of characters. But also, Funko Pop-wise, I do have um, a Gage in Church, number 729, and they're glow-in-the-dark. You sound like you call him Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> 729. <laughs> Gage in <and> Church. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a Reagan from The Exorcist, which is number 203. I've got two different Candymans, uh, 1157 and 1158, and one's with bees and one isn't. And Alien Funko Pops I have a few of. I've got Ripley in a spacesuit. And I've got a Xenomorph Dark Blue 40th Anniversary Specialty Series. That I was that really... Awesome. Yeah, I was really pleased to get hold of that. And it's per- the box is perfect and everything. And I do have a Brickheads Witch. Yeah. Lego Brickheads Witch. You've forgotten about your Beetlejuice Funkos that someone brought you. Oh, uh, yeah. I've also got Lydia. And I've got a Beetlejuice himself in his tour guide outfit. Yes. And they're both really cool. I love them. So how about you? What do you collect? Well, other than the movie Maniacs, I also love Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which probably doesn't come under horror. I don't really know. But I love collecting the figures. I'm still after um, the coveted Anya in a bunny costume um, (laughs) figure. So if anyone's got one, send it to me, please. I'll be very grateful. (laughs) Um, But I also collect Funkos. I've got a few Stranger Things ones. I've got the most awesome Stranger Things Funko ever made, and that is Barb. Yes, very yep, cute. The legend that is. But they do 8-bit versions, and I really don't like them. I don't like the 8-bit versions normally, but the Barb one's quite mm, cute. Yeah. But I've also got... Is it jo- Joyce? I keep forgetting her name, even yeah. though she's the best character. You've got two of her, haven't I've got you? two yeah. Joyces. I've got a Candyman as well. I've got... Oh, I've got Beetlejuice. Gina Davis in Beetlejuice, when her face goes all inside out. I've got a fun cover of that, and that is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but you haven't got the Adam one. You need that to go I need with Adam, her. yeah. yeah. You yeah. Need, you, she needs her Adam, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I've got anything else horror-wise. No? No, I think that's no. everything at the moment. I think that's but... it, yeah. But uh, what are the uh, favourite toys that we had during childhood of this kind? I mean, mine is just the monsters in my pocket, to be honest with you. Absolutely love them. I think mine was my Ghostbusters because me and my brother yeah. used to play together with them. Yeah. So some of the toys that we've had of this type during the time we've been running our business, we have had, and it's not strictly horror, but we have had an Alice Cooper. Oh, that was brilliant. Yeah, um, and he had a little diorama set up behind him. We haven't really had a huge amount of specifically horror i um, mean would you count terminator because we've had a few I terminator yeah. i mean uh, the, 
sort of recently as well, we have been sorting out quite a lot of sci-fi stuff. Yeah. So it is more like Star Wars, Star Trek that we've had come in, really. So we haven't had as much of the kind of just horrors and girly toys and stuff uh, recently that we can think of. Obviously, Mighty Max, we've had quite a few of those. Yeah. So I think they would come under horror. Yeah, definitely, they? the horror heads and stuff. Yeah, so we've had that kind of thing. Talking of Star Wars, on a bit of a Star Wars update, I have now watched four of the films. Yes, you And have. I am a little bit obsessed with them. I love I them. I think that they are awesome. They are. So I take yeah. back anything I've ever said derogatory about Star <laughs> Wars because I'm now a fan. Yeah, I mean, Star Trek would be a little bit of a sort of far reach for you, wouldn't it? I don't think you would really want to be getting into Star Trek. I'm never going to be a, a Trekkie, let's no. be honest. I mean, Voyager is, I think, my favourite one. Yeah, Janeway. Janeway is really epic. cool, really funny. But anyway, this anyway. episode's not about sci-fi. We're kind of on a sci-fi kick, but it's not about that. But hold that thought. It's now time for a subliminal message. <laughs> So as far as the business is concerned, have we sold any that stand out for us particularly? I've had I had a few Lego minifigures, like ghosts yeah. and things that were quite cool and you know, Halloween y type bits and pieces from like mm. the monster fighters, they were quite cool. Yeah, we have had quite a lot of horror, more horror themed Lego than anything else. I think. Yeah, you know the little, especially the collector's series. There's the little goth boy and girl, isn't there? Yeah. And uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, of course. Mm-hmm. We did actually at one point have a Nightmare Before Christmas Sally plush, and oh, it was yes. really long, and it looked like a draft excluder. Yeah, it was huge. But somebody snapped her up, and you know she did go. I think for quite a bit actually. I think yeah. Sort of near fifty quid she went for. She was one of the ones that the Disney store sold, and they did two versions of it. And the first version, which is the one we had, had more detail to it, mm-hmm. and the face, all the features were much more realistic and lifelike to the character in the film. Whereas the second one just kind of looked like, um, I don't know, like a golf ball stuck on a stick, and it didn't have as much in the way of good kind of likeness to it. No, but, but we had the better one. We did we? have the better one. Yeah, definitely. But one thing we had come in to the business was actually, this is now more on the subject of what we don't like. Now, it wasn't the figures itself that I didn't like, and they was they were a couple of Silent Hill figures. Oh, the Silent Hill saga. Yeah, and one was a nurse and one was Pyramid Head. And basically, I love those. I love Silent Hill. I think it's a really brilliant game, and I played a pretty much all Arguably of them. Arguably one of the best games yeah. ever made. I haven't played Book of Memories because I think as a game, Silent Hill is not a dungeon crawler, so I did give up on that one. But I've played all of the rest. I've seen the films, I love the films. So getting these two figures in, I was absolutely like overjoyed to get them. But the trouble is with a lot of the figures that they make, you know, more horror themed action figure wise, you get them and they're fake. Mm-hmm. And you you know, sometimes they especially, you know, I mean that's that's quite prominent in Funkos as well. Yeah. You can't 
sometimes awfully tell the difference between what is fake and what is the real deal. Now, we did research the hell out of these and it kind of became pretty apparent that they were probably the real article. Yeah. But the trouble is you have to be so careful with them. And there are companies um, abroad who, you know, these factories, they churn out so many replicas. Yeah. And they're unofficial. So if you do have an action figure and you're not sure if it's a real thing, the best way to tell, and I hate to say this, is to open up the box, take out the figure. Now, normally, the Silent Hill ones, normally they have a disc they stand on and that has the company name and Mm -hmm. Silent Hill written on it. And with stuff like the Gremlins figures, if you take them out, they should have the company name written on the bottom of one of their feet. Yep. So unfortunately, to tell the difference between these fakes, you do have to take them out of the box and have a good look at them. So um, then it becomes a case of they're not brand new anymore. We made the mistake of not taking the figure out of the box. It was pretty apparent from having a damn good research as to the box and everything that they were the real ones. Yeah. But it is really, really tricky, it to is. be honest with you. It's really tricky business. And so we do kind of now steer more clear of stuff like that, don't we? We do, yeah. yeah. We try to. yeah. But the stuff we think that should be made. Well, I think they've made everything that they should have possibly could have possibly made horror themed because <laughs> it's just you know it's everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, and they still make them as well. I mean, they're still as popular as they used to be when they were made. I yeah. mean, if you think Nightmare Before Christmas and Beetlejuice, they were both nineties films, and kids now still go absolutely mad over them. And there's still all the merchandise coming out for them. You know, these films have lasted the test of time. They really have. You know, they are absolutely timeless films. And kids love them, still. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, I think that's really good, though. That is a really good thing, because it kind of keeps it going. It does, And it keeps it... The merchandise that you get keeps it a bit fresh as well. I do think sometimes they overdo merchandise. So the merchandise you get isn't as special, you know, because it doesn't just come out and then stop and then become collectible, It's just relentless. Yeah, it's a relentless bombardment of bloody merchandise. I, to be fair, can't think of anything... Horror-wise... I still I... think our idea from a previous episode of serial killer Funko Pop should be yes, made. Yes, I think so. It would be a po- political minefield, <laughs> but it would be amazing, and yeah. I'm sure that they would sell out. Yeah, Funko serial killer, zero, one, Eileen Warnos. Yeah, she could totally. Have a, and a little gun. Yeah. And you get a set where she's got an electric chair or a, I don't know. <laughs> she was uh, she died by lethal injection. Oh actually. okay. Yeah. I so do apologize. You, you could you could have like, you know, action figures of these serial killers and then, you know, like a little table that you can strap them to. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and you press a little button and it sort of pretends to inject them. Yeah, and that's a great idea. <laughs> really, really fucking sick. Yeah. But it is a really good idea. And and so perhaps if there's anyone listening from Hasbro or Mattel, <laughs> you know, it might be nice if you, uh, if you branched out a bit, really, into the serial killer market for people like us who obviously are disgusting sickos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we're not the only ones either. <laughs> But that's the only thing I can really think of because yeah. they literally make everything of everything else, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do, really, and you get so much. There's even so... teddy bears of, like, Freddy Krueger and Jason. <laughs> and it's like, what? And no, this, this is the thing that I don't understand. Like, Freddy Krueger, everybody is like, oh, he's really cool. His image might be cool with, like, the, you know, the knives for hands and shit, but... If you think about it, and I have, I actually explained this to someone once, think about the content of the film. 
Freddy Krueger was accused of paedophilia and he yep. was chased into the basement of the school by disgruntled parents. The school was set on fire and he was burnt alive. That's why he looks the way he does. Yeah. I don't understand why he has knives for fingers. I think that was probably just something he did so he could get his revenge. However, his face is all scarred because of the fire. Yes. So when someone says Freddy Krueger is really cool, it's kind of like you could go the whole hog and say Michael Jackson's cool. Or Ooh, Jimmy Savile's cool, you know. Because... In the behind all this, there's a really dark story. Yes. <laughs> However, he is a fictional character. <laughs> Unlike Michael and Jimmy. And Michael was never proven guilty. Oh no, that is true. Don't sue yeah. us. Yeah. Although he probably was, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, he probably was, actually. I mean, in all seriousness. There is a documentary actually about him. But anyway, this anyway, this episode has gone completely off the rails. It has totally. Just like um, Michael Jackson did, I think. But <laughs> we will move on to a question from somebody on social media. And the question we had him was, you own your own business, how many hours do you work in a week? Too many. Too many. We work pretty much every fucking day, don't we? And yeah. We do shed- we've, we've now got good, we're doing a schedule. But the thing is, sometimes it is difficult to stick to a schedule because of other things that crop up. However, we do kind of try and give ourselves days off, don't we? Mm. But because we're running something where we get orders every single day, even if we don't sort through stock and stuff like that, we are still replying to questions, accepting offers if there's any, or there's a parceling. And yeah. We usually do that towards the end of the day. So there is still bits and pieces that has we have to do to keep the whole thing ticking over. Yeah, so it is a, yeah. you know, it might sound like we've got a really fun job, we get to play with toys, but it actually <laughs> is really hard work. Uh, yeah, I mean, yesterday you did clean your way through a box of action men Ooh. that looked like they had been dragged through mud. Yeah. Basically. They look, uh, yeah. They'd all been buried alive. Yeah. But I did find some uh, vintage clothes in there, so I was really happy. Yes. and a little Vintage t- action man clothes, not like Vivian <laughs> Westwood or anything, you know. A little tiny sleeping bag in there. Yeah. It's really sweet. Anyway, it does take up quite a lot of time. We do work quite long hours sometimes. It can be a 12-hour day, put it that way. Yeah. yeah. And, we, you know, it is quite cool because we can dip in and out whenever we want to. Really. Yeah. So if we have got something we yeah. have to do, then we can just do that really. Like appointments and stuff. We don't have to ask anyone's permission. Yeah, we yeah, just exactly. Do it, so that's quite And cool. if we want to take some time off and we want, we want to go away somewhere, we can just do that. Yeah. There's no having to fill out forms or putting requests to a manager. There's nothing like that. It is quite nice to be able to just say, I'm going to give myself a break now and just kind of step away from it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, if we don't work, we don't get paid. Exactly. So. If we don't have the turnover of stock, we don't get any people buying anything and therefore we don't earn money. So we do have to work long hours. And I think that pretty much goes for a lot of self-employed people. Yeah. yeah. So please visit our eBay shop and please buy our things. Yes. <laughs> we had our ad halfway through, which of course is a, is a load of bloody nonsense. But yep. that was uh, that was the advert that we made up for the business. I don't think you'll be hearing it on radio anytime soon. Yeah, so visit our eBay shop, have a look if you want. And message us any questions on social media, yeah. anything you'd like us to cover in the future, just anything you want to know, really, as long as it isn't, you know, pervy or personal, well, then we'll answer <laughs> yeah. you, really. Yeah, we're not going to be telling you bra sizes or anything like no, that. That's no, not no, no. <laughs> Talking of personal things, 
we did have randomly in my box of action men we did have a, a rather large orange missile shaped <laughs> object a, it was an orange torpedo yeah yeah and it basically it didn't work though did it we put a battery in it and didn't unfortunately work. it didn't work we but we put it this way we're expecting it to buzz yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah it did kind of it was an old, I think it was a 1992 torpedo and it did it, it resembled a, it a looks dildo. like it belongs in Anne Summers <laughs> doesn't it yeah so obviously the people who you know kind of come up with these toy designs don't often consider the connotations no when children get older or that parents are going to be horrified when little Timmy opens his box of action men and pulls out a dildo as long as he doesn't get it confused with mummy's special toy he'll be fine Yes. <laughs> anyway, on that rather than say Yeah, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. On that mental image that you're gonna have in your head for the rest of the week until we do a more light hearted episode next week, which will be My Little Pony. <sighs> uh, it's yeah, like Jimmy yeah. Savile then, oh, don't they? Oh, no, no. Yeah, so we're gonna be covering My Little Pony, facts about it and all that sort of stuff. So if there's anything you want to know about My Little Ponies, then listen to next week's episode. But for now, it is goodbye. Yeah, ta Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or a suggestion for a topic, we're at Instagram, which is Retrograde Tools and Collectibles, Twitter, which is Retrograde underscore TC. There's also our eBay shop, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. So from me and Jiffer, it is goodbye until the next episode.